Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. The disciples went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. They were all astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing the man and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed and kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once Jesus' fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine, imagine right now you going out and standing in the middle of E.C. Row and then start commanding everyone to stop and begin directing cars to go in the opposite direction. It would be ridiculous, right? People would think we'd gone mad. Now imagine a police officer goes out there and does the same thing. People would immediately obey him. Why? Because he's a big guy? Is it because he's wearing the uniform? No. It's because he carries on himself the authority of the government of Canada. Jesus is the ultimate authority over nature, over us, over all the angels, good and bad. And when he speaks and holds up his hand, everyone and everything has to obey. Now here's the, the best part. As baptized Christians, just like that police officer, we also carry on ourselves authority, the authority of Christ. The Apostle John says, the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. In our gospel today, it was just the opposite for this man in the synagogue who had demons living in him. But it's not like that for us. We can say with St. Paul, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So when demons or our own fallen human nature starts pushing the buttons of negativity, we too can hold up our hands in prayer and start redirecting traffic by saying, be quiet, go away. And we have this authority of Jesus living in us. Today, Jesus starts off his ministry by casting out demons. It's an interesting thing here. The demons, although liars, do get their theology right. They yell out, we know who you are, the Holy One of God, and they're right. You ever notice when these Satanists steal a host and have a black mass, how they never steal a bread from a Lutheran or an Anglican church? It's always a host from a Catholic church because demons know the real thing when they see it. Now, if that happened in, what happened in that synagogue happened here today, the demons would have to say again, we know who you are, Jesus, fully present in the Eucharist, the Holy One of God. 
And they would also have to say to us, we know who you are, his baptized children, the holy ones of God. Now, it's easy for us to say, well, those demons are so at odds with God. But what about us? Sometimes we say the same thing. What What do you have to do with me, Jesus of Nazareth? When we hear the Gospels or the teachings of the church, do we say, Jesus, have you come to destroy my old way of life? Yes, he has. He says to that old way of life, be quiet. That old way of life will try to come up, raise up its voice, shouting inside, hey, what about me? Give in to your passions. Remember how you used to like all this stuff? You know, even though it was killing us. But deep down inside, we all struggle with this, you know. I don't want to change. I want to remain in my old way of life. I've made little demons and idols out of them. All those little patterns and those comfort go-tos that I'm used to. They don't work for me, but I'm so accustomed to them, so I'll keep doing them. In our psalm today, God warns us, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. We all hear the voice of God coming to us through people, through scripture, or our own conscience. And I know from my own experience that I usually hate to hear what I need to hear. When someone points out how I need to go in the opposite direction, my default attitude since birth is to wall up. It's my ego's built-in self-defense mode. But I know deep down that it's the very thing that I need to pay attention to. And I love it when people are frank and honest with me and tell me right out, hey, you need to change this or work on this area in your life. It's for my own good. I have to repent of these destructive patterns that are hurting myself and those that I love. We can think of our anger or lust or thoughts of despair or worry as unclean spirits. And these spirits cannot be ignored because they can ruin our lives and those around us. We have to cast out what's tempting us, make quiet our stinking thinking, so we can hear the still, small voice of God. Jesus wants, with our permission, to cast the bad out of our lives. And we, like these demons, we convulse and we cry out because we know that something in us has to die so that something else better can live. These unclean spirits can have a firm grip on us, chain us down, and will not let us go until they hear us call upon the name of Jesus. Just like how we activate our phones by saying two words. Hey Siri, hey Alexa, We activate God by saying, help me. Sin is not a weakness that we can overcome by our own strength. It's a condition that we need to be saved from. Our Savior lives in us with his authority. He commands what's tormenting us to be quiet and come out. We don't say like the unbelievers, I have to deal with my own demons. No. 
as believers, we've got someone who deals with them. As long as we call out for help at some point in our life, You know, when we're baptized as a baby and we grow up, at some point in our life, we have to do that which our parents brought us to church for. We have to say yes to Jesus. We have to say no to the devil. No to sin. God's love demands a response from us. So here's our homework. A practicum, whatever they say. In the next 24 hours, call out one thing in your life that keeps holding you down. Name it. It could be worry, regret, anger, whatever. And ask Jesus straight out to take authority over it and cast it out from our life. Put on the new man, as St. Paul tells us, and allow God to recreate you from the inside out. 